Good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Lawmakers back in session and tackling a lot of issues this week, including one that could really reshape the way we elect our leaders and representatives here in Illinois. It's called ranked choice voting. Could it work here? Well, to talk more about it ahead of a legislative hearing on this subject, we're joined by Andrew Silva. He's with Fair Vote Illinois. Andrew, thanks for joining us here this afternoon. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, well, tell us quickly, what is Fair Vote Illinois and what is ranked choice voting? Yeah, Fair Vote Illinois is a nonpartisan grassroots organization. We're volunteer run. And we advocate for just one issue, which is ranked choice voting, because we know it could improve our politics and improve the way we elect our representatives. Explain um, this concept to me, then. What, what does this mean? You know, we, we're used to going in. There's names on a ballot. You pick one, one person, one vote. That's your vote. May the best man or woman win, hopefully. So what changes under ranked choice voting? A lot of times when we're having our elections, and there's more than two candidates, we split votes, and someone gets elected with less than a majority, less than 50%. And oftentimes when we go in to vote, the candidates don't even try to appeal to half the country. They, they try to appeal to their base of supporters that give them the best chance of winning. So how ranked choice voting is different is instead of voting for just one candidate, you rank your choices. First choice, second choice, third choice, as many candidates as you like in any order you like. And then in order to win a ranked choice voting election, you need a majority of support. So we only count everyone's first choice vote. And if someone has more than 50%, great, the election's over. We have a winner, the, the majority decided. Um, but if not, we have an instant runoff. The last place candidate is eliminated and anyone who voted for them as their first choice, their vote goes to their second choice instead. And does that just continue on until somebody finally hits 50% by adding in second-choice votes of candidates as they drop out and adding them to their total? Yep, it's an instant runoff. So so we, if we don't have a winner after the uh, last-place candidate is eliminated, no, if no one has a majority, we, again, eliminate whoever's in last place. And anyone who voted for them as their top choice, their vote goes to their next choice instead. And eventually we'll get down perhaps the two to two candidates and we'll know who wins in a head-to-head matchup and is the most preferred. I'm trying to imagine the, the permutations that, that could result here. A lot of times we'll have elections where we have uh, sometimes one, sometimes several candidates who just honestly don't wage much of a campaign. They don't do any news conferences. They don't put out any, any issue statements. They don't have press releases. They're just kind of there on a ballot. And it seems like if you had, you know, two or three candidates like that, you might wind up inadvertently electing somebody who wasn't even really trying that hard for the job. I mean, I guess I'm just wondering, what what are the potentials for unintended consequences in a system like this? The big benefit of ranked choice voting is that you elect the most preferred candidate, and it's better someone who better represents the voters. So what we're doing by, by eliminating the last place candidate and taking their next choice instead is, is eliminating the spoiler effect. I don't need to, I could go in and vote whoever I like, number one, whoever I like, number two, and number three, and so on. And I, I can vote my true preferences. I don't need to worry about splitting the vote um, and spoiling the election. And we hear that over and over and over again. I would really love to vote for this, this candidate, but I don't think they could win, and I don't want to waste my vote 
I don't want to spoil the election. So, so what it, it effectively does is allows us to have multiple candidates run and, and for voters to express their true preferences and their vote counts towards, um, you know, the, the top viable candidate. Where is this currently being done? What examples can we point to to see how this system works in, in actual practice? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a became very popular over the years. It's been around for a long time. Uh, it's been used in other countries for over a century, in Ireland and Australia. But here in the U.S., it's used in over six in over sixty states, counties, and uh, cities. It's used statewide in Maine and statewide in Alaska. It's used in really big cities like New York City. San Francisco has been using it since 2004. It's used in Minneapolis. There's over 20 cities in Utah that use ranked choice voting. So it's really used all over the place. We have a lot of data that shows a lot of these benefits that we claim are are coming through in, in practice. We're talking with Andrew Silva, Fair Vote Illinois on ranked choice voting ahead of a legislative hearing on this subject this week. Uh, is the pending bill designed to implement this system statewide? Would individual jurisdictions be able to choose on their own whether they wanted to go to this? How would that work? The, the bill that's being um, heard in the Senate tomorrow is SB 1456, and that would bring ranked choice voting to presidential primaries in Illinois. So it would still be separate party primaries. Each party would use ranked choice voting within the primary. And we really love this bill because the the presidential primaries tend to be crowded. There tends to be lots of vote splitting, and and that solves that problem. So a candidate might get elected right now with just 20 or 30 percent of the vote would have to actually appeal to the majority of the the party supporters. Um, the, The other example that we could point to is just back in 2020, in the Democratic presidential primary in Illinois, there were 70,000 voters who voted early and had their candidate drop out of the election. So their votes were thrown away. 70,000 voters had their votes thrown away because their candidate dropped out of the election. With ranked choice voting, it's an easy fix. Um, if your candidate dropped out of the election, you voted early, your vote goes to your next choice. So, so we really love it for lots of reasons. That's why there's so much support in the General Assembly. Let's talk about the logistics of this. Voting right now is is really a pretty simple process. You go in, you check the box. There's a machine that counts that check in the box. And again, one person, one vote, boom, it's done. Are, are we mm-hmm. equipped technologically to tabulate votes and then retabulate with second choices? I mean, how, how are the ballots marked? How do you actually implement a system like this? And, and what would it cost to put something like this in place? Yeah, no, it's a great question. Um, I would say that as far as, as you know, doing ranked choice voting, we know we know that it's easy to do. Places that have have used it, um, voters overwhelmingly report that it's very easy to understand. People know how to rank choices. Um, as far as the implementation goes, uh, some some jurisdictions in Illinois are already equipped. Uh, they can handle ranked choice voting. Um, it would take the machines would have to be able to accept a ranked ballot as designed. Um, other machines are would have to be upgraded, but those upgrades are coming anyway. So as voting equipment's being replaced, all modern voting equipment supports ranked choice voting. So um, in order to get this for, for presidential primaries, we would have to um, make sure that all counties can in fact uh, support ranked choice voting. But otherwise, 
it, it's really a pretty straightforward process. Um, the machines can tally the votes. There's a paper trail of all the votes, and um, and it just leads to better results. And uh, as a general rule, again, you would go in right now and kind of, you know, fill in the, the oval next to a name. Are you just going to write in the number one, number two, number three? Just again, as a, as a practical matter, how do you indicate these votes in a way that they can be easily tabulated? Yeah. So on paper ballots, there's often uh, a grid and there's oval. So you fill in and... Um, the column with your first choice, you fill in the, the one oval, the one to your second choice, the two, and so on. Um, on, on electronic ballots, when you go to a voting, voting machine, uh, the screen helps you out as well. So if you select the candidate number one, great. Next choice that you select number two, and you could swap them around. So um, it's pretty straightforward for voters. What we found is that places that have used ranked choice voting, the um, incidence of errors on the ballot is the same as it is today. So we're not seeing that, you know, a lot of votes are getting thrown away or anything. It's the same as today. There's some errors, but it's very low, just like today's uh, voting rates of, of, of improperly marked ballots. Definitely an intriguing concept. And as we mentioned, there is a legislative hearing on this on Wednesday. So how do people weigh in on this? How can they show their support for the concept uh, ahead of this committee hearing tomorrow? Yeah, a great way in the short term to show your support is to go to the Illinois General Assembly website, ILGA.gov. And if you look up the Senate hearing committee hearings, um, tomorrow's executive hearing is on ranked choice voting at 2 p.m. And you can fill out a witness list. So you could publicly state your support for ranked choice voting by filing a witness list. And that's a great way of, of showing support. We see several hundreds, um, nearly a thousand by now, um, witness lists have been filed in support of ranked choice voting. And give, um, give the us other, the bill number, I'm sorry, the bill number one more time on that. It is SB1456. Okay. And then you were starting then, to say, yeah. Yeah, the, the other way of showing support, and this is a little bit of a plug for Fair Vote Illinois, but go to the fairvoteillinois.org website. Uh, we have lots of information about ranked choice voting where you can learn more, ways to volunteer, uh, materials that you could um, on, on frequently asked questions, um, just ways to, to get involved and to, to spread awareness. Because what we're finding is that as people know what ranked choice voting is and how it works, there's really um, overwhelming support for it. So, again, the website for Fair Vote Illinois? FairVoteIllinois.org. Andrew Silva, Fair Vote Illinois on the subject of ranked choice voting, which uh, is pending before the Illinois General Assembly. We'll keep you updated on what happens as that bill advances. Andrew, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. We do appreciate it.